When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome into DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Wow. Jake Schwanitz, Andre Simone is here today. Let's Ryan go. is uh, technically working, mm, I don't but know, he's man. in Vegas. so He's not doing any shows. I think this is officially twerking for ryan <laughs> um we'll be back out there in a few weeks too so he better pace himself yeah yeah that's right hard. that's right yeah big time stuff huh the whole company we got nhl guys were in on the draft and we got our nba summer league guys off in vegas and you'll be out there in a couple weeks for pac-12 media day yep over is... under last pac-12 media day you ever attend because the conference uh, dissolves <laughs> over under point or just yes no yes this is it <laughs> yeah yeah no i think it's funny enough it's just one day yeah even the mountain west is thrown on a two day it's because they they don't want any questions no because we're going into this still with no media deal by the way we passed the one year anniversary of the pac-12 announcing that they were going to start their media deal for this next season the biggest of yikes yeah. The biggest, yeah. They are, holy cow, as screwed as any like sports entity you have seen in a long while. Um, that's my guy, Ken. The Where's Cormani questions have finally come to an end, Andre. He is at workouts. He is on well off. Uh, it just dropped right before we went live, but the man is finally on campus and working out with the team. Yeah. Uh, the comments are going, every other comment's about Cormani. Going to wear number one, too. Mm-hmm. You like that? Oh, yeah. It's up for grabs. It is. I, you, I mean, Travis. is a primetime player. We do. Travis is, of course, the obvious pick. He's He wants 12, though. Yeah. But Cormani at number one, we can live with that. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Some weird stuff going on in the comments today. We have a fun show, though. <laughs> A lot of, uh, do you like, you like to gamble, don't you, Dre? Yeah, I do. I think I do. you are. I've dabbled. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get into a lot of that. We'll do it right now, actually. And then we have a fun segment coming up. I'm hyped. Segment two. Yeah, always a good time to do this. All right. We are doing Pac-12 win total over under today. We did a little bit of that on bets yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great show, too. Go check that out. Yeah, go check that out. We felt... We felt a few members of Buff Nation in the chat. That's always fun. Of course. And, um, yeah, I mean, we we hyped up the Buffs win total line and uh, talked down on Nebraska's. So what could be better than that? Exactly. We covered all our bases. Yeah, exactly. We even got some Oregon State talk for our guys Connor and Clinton in, yeah. in the comments. All right. I'm sorry. I'm just Let me pull these up real quick. Uh, we're going to start in alphabetical order. Arizona Wildcats. Um, by the way, they just got a massive, the best recruit in program history yesterday. Did you see that? I did not. Elijah Rushing, like a top 20 player, edge rusher, five-star. 
Huge. I know. Uh, the Arizona? Tucson. Wow. U of A. Wow. Wildcats. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. It is wild. That's what's wild is the, the Pac-12 as a conference is in shambles, but I feel better about these all just about all these teams than I have in a long while, it's, right? It's really weird yeah. because Stanford is killing it on the recruiting trail lately. Oregon State's up. Washington's up. CU's on the up and up. Yeah. Oregon, you got, I mean, seems like in a good spot. Weird. Shout out Larry Scott. Weird times. All right, here we go. Arizona. Over under set at five and a half. It's plus 120 to take the over. Minus 150 to go on the under. Uh, pulling up their schedule right now. Yeah. Non-conference cakewalk. I mean, you do play Mississippi State. You open uh -huh. up against Northern Arizona. Yeah. Play Mississippi State after that, then UTEP. And then you Stanford. Look at those first four games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that should be three and one. A three and one start. Um, Washington it's comes at to Mississippi Tucson. State too. So. Uh, just chalk it up as a yeah. loss. Yeah. Then at USC, Washington State at Washington State before they're by. So Washington at USC at Washington State, tough man. That's a tough stretch. So that's looking like to me three, three and four. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Maybe four and three if you can pull it out in Pullman. Yep. Exactly. Um, they do get UCLA at home. Of course, they have to come to Boulder to play the Buffs. And then they end the season in Tempe against Arizona State. Mm -hmm. um, let's pick a side. From mid-October on, things get reasonable for him. JDL coming back. Uh, Tedaroa McMillan, are you on him yet, the wide receiver? Well, I mean, geez, they've churned out so many. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he's next up. He's the like, next he guy. Had, he had a good season last year. Yeah, true yeah. freshman. Mm -hmm. And then Jacob Cowing, I believe, was the leading uh, receiver in terms of receiving yards in the pack last year. Little <laughs> slot guy. Right. They're going to be explosive again. But defensively, I don't know. I mean, it's the Pac-12, I guess. doesn't really matter at this point. Well, um, that's <laughs> Pick a side, though. You're taking the plus money at over, you're going to go under minus 150. You know what? I think I'm going over. Yeah? Yeah. I think I like them better than UCLA and ASU in the south. I think I like them better than Stanford in the north. And it's enough of a toss-up with Wazoo, Oregon State, and CU to where I think the overs. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you, sir. Oh, I think man. the over is the side I'm on. Is that the smart side for you? I think I'm going to take the under on this one. I just think the Pac-12 is really good, and while this team is going to be fun to watch and they're going to put up points, they're just better teams, I feel like. Like, they're a middling Pac-12 team, you know what I mean? Like, there's five teams clearly better than them. Yeah. <laughs> really comes down to ASU and CU at the end. It really does. I think they get the Sun Devils. I think so too. That Buffs matchup in Folsom, November eleventh. Mm -hmm. So God no, I mean it could be fifty and beautiful, <laughs> right? And make no impact on these kids altitude aside. Mm -hmm. Could be frigid. Could be and these Arizona kids are freezing their buns right. off, you know. A complete deluge or something just Yeah. Um 
just believe in that quarterback. Believe in that offense. Continuity at quarterback is big. And it's the plus money. Yeah, it's the plus side. So Arizona State. Some, some extra juice. Set at four and a half, so one win lower. Yeah. You got to take plus, or you get plus money on the under on this one. Under four and a half. Under four and a half, which seems like a bait set really low, right? This is a team, though, that has, other than Colorado, gone under the biggest roster makeover yep. in the conference, maybe in the country. Who's um, starting a quarterback? <laughs> that's a great question. Drew Pine comes in from Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You have Trenton Bourget, or Bourget um, who played last year, started like the last half of last year. Yeah. And then they have got the five-star, Jaden Rashada. Right, right. I don't um, think it's going to be Rashada. That's what it sounds like right now. You don't think? Don't think. Smart. They just seem like they're a year away, right? Mm-hmm. This schedule is also tough, man. Oklahoma State, Fresno, out of conference. Then right off the bat, USC at Cal, which you wish a team like Cal was beatable. CU for them at home, at Washington, Wazoo comes to town, at Utah, at UCLA, Oregon, Arizona. I'm taking the under. This is a brutal slate. Yeah, you're taking the I mean, there's there's two auto wins. Uh, honestly, there's one auto There's wins. one. Southern Utah. <laughs> yeah. First at game of the Cal, season. they'll probably be favorites. At Fresno, at home, they're probably favorites. CU's going to be a toss-up, depending mm-hmm. on where these teams are. But, like, if they were setting the line now, right. the teams are at four and a half, right? Mm-hmm. You probably get fairly even odds. No, I'm taking the under. Plus 120. Yep. Just um, like the over on Arizona. Do you feel better about my over on Arizona now with this under on ASU? I do, and that's what entered my mind when I got, got I looked in. one <laughs> column down on the uh, under for or the ASU yep. line. Yep. I may, yeah, I think about switching that, but... Again, Good. we'll get to it. Good. Cal, Cal four and a half. Man. Another four and a half team. What is this program doing? Um, like once the pack dissolves, I do what are the Cal Bears? What will be of the Cal Bears, my friend? Uh, of all the teams. <laughs> they, they lost that C, my friend. But the, this team has like been linked to the Big Ten somehow. Like Wait, them they and love Stanford. Their acad- academics out there, huh? They do. Yeah. I guess, uh, you know, if you keep on adding heavyweights, you need to balance that out with some more Rutgers to your teams, right? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> um, it is that Bay market. but That is true. Eh. I mean, I've got a soft spot for the Cal Bears, you know. Sam Jackson at quarterback. He was the third quarterback that CU saw in last year's TCU game. He ran a lot, didn't really throw too much. He transferred out. What could have been TCU starter this year. Right, right. Now he's at Cal. Cal also lost J. Michael Sturdivant. I don't know if you're on him. He was a young receiver, I believe a true freshman last year. Really good. He's at UCLA. Uh-huh. They still have Hunter at um, wide receiver as well. They've got Jaden Ott at running back. They start off non-conference at North Texas. What a game this is, too. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Then uh, Auburn comes to Berkeley. Yeah, Hugh Freeze, week two of the Hugh Freeze experience for the Tigers. <laughs> that's that's kind of a sneaky, like, you're traveling from Alabama all the way to the Bay. Mm-hmm. 
It's a long. That's a long trip. Don't overlook them. Ten thirty Eastern kickoff. Yeah, yeah. Whew. Yeah, yeah. I'll be sprinkling whatever the spread is on the Bears. Maybe want to sprinkle money line. Honestly. I can already tell you. Yeah. Uh, then they go. Then Idaho comes to town. Vandals. Let's go. <laughs> September sixteenth. And then uh, they start a brutal slate here with Pac-12. They start off with Washington, then they get ASU, and then it's Oregon State, Utah by USC at Oregon. Four and a half wins. Yeah. Um, North Texas, Idaho, Auburn might be a sneaky win. Let's say you got two and a half there. ASU might be three and a half. Stanford, Stanford might be that four and a half. And then depending on how you're feeling about Cam Ward and Wazoo, that's your over. Or UCLA, that game. That's But that's hoping they win right. Auburn. Right. So under, right? Yeah, it's under, and you get that at plus money. Yeah, the plus The book is oddly a little more bullish on the Bears than I would be the juice on Arizona. The two Arizona schools made more sense. Mm-hmm. It seems like a pretty safe under. I mean, it's just hard to believe the Bears have much of a trajectory where we're overlooking them and they surprise us. Uh, Zion's asking who's Cal's starting quarterback. Looks like it's going to be Sam Jackson. Right. Yeah. Um, the third stringer from right. TCU last year that you were telling us about. Cal could be changing coaches midseason, too. Um, yeah. Wilcox, Justin Wilcox, am I right? Yeah, you're right. He, I mean, they of course lost to CU last year. Yep, he's one of those former Washington guys, right? I'm pulling up his page right now. He played at Oregon, he played defensive back, he was a Washington DC for a few years. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's kind of when like Patterson's staff kind of split. Yep, 2012, one went to Oregon 2013. State, one went to yep. Cal. Um, I mean, it's just a tough situation to be in, man. Cal's a tough spot to be at right now. Yep. So that's why I think all momentum <laughs> kind of points to the under on that one. Same. Um, and here we go, man. <laughs> Colorado. So this book has them at four and a half. Yeah. Um, up from some of the three and a halfs we have been seeing. Yep. The... <laughs> The juice is at plus money, of course, plus or uh, at uh, the over, of course, plus one ninety. Right on the four and a half. Yep, minus two thirty five under four and a half wins, Andre. So you look at the schedule, and there's the same standard we've just looked at these other ones. The out of conference is brutal, just on paper, right? Mm-hmm. At TCU, Nebraska, Colorado State. Um, we gotta think though is having a winning record coming out of that non conference. The momentum that's going to give you is massive. Mm-hmm. So much bigger than going like 3-0 and against North Texas, Idaho, and Auburn, you know? Right. Uh, just because of what those Nebraska and CSU games mean. You got to get through Oregon, USC, at Arizona State, at Stanford. So, I mean, I, there's just a lot of winnable games on here. Washington I, State's a 50-50 game. Arizona's a 50-50 game. Oregon State's a 50-50 game. Arizona State, Stanford, and then the three non-conference. I look at the bye week and the timing of it because it's right in the middle of the season. And, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that has to come together for this team, right? 
but you'd imagine they'd be in a better spot seven games in after a bye for that back-end slate. Yeah. Just familiarity, comfort, everyone, you know, just finding their roles. The yeah. coaches finding out who can play. Yep, yep. They're getting familiarized in those schemes and everything. Right. And, I mean, look at those last seven games. Six of those extremely winnable. Mm-hmm. And if you've just rattled six in a row or you just rattled off five wins in your last six, then all of a sudden going to Utah doesn't feel as daunting <laughs> right. either, you know? Yep. Um, and, I mean, I just, I just found you six wins in those final seven. So, yeah, I think over four and a half at plus 190, uh, depending on what book and what juice you're finding, is really intriguing. Yes, it is. Uh, we're both on the over there. Next team will be the Ducks from Oregon. Uh, they do not. They do not play Georgia this year. Huge. Instead, they open up with Portland State. Woo. That's a win. Yep. I should probably tell you the line first, actually. Yeah, I got it right here. Nine and, Nine a, and half, a half. The overs plus a hundred. Um, Texas Tech. They have to go to Lubbock. That's going to be a tough game. Yeah, it's never fun. They could entirely lose that game. Hawaii comes to town. Then the Buffs. Tough. Hawaii um, away from the island. Tough. I mean, this isn't a bad Pac-12 slate. You know no. what I mean? You get Cal. I mean, you get Stanford. The North teams have an advantage. Like, the yeah. North slate is easier. Um, yeah, Stanford, Washington, Washington State, Utah, Cal. And then you finish it off. USC at ASU. Border war against Oregon State. Yep. Um, how are you feeling about the Ducks this year? Are you taking them seriously to win the Pac-12? Not really. I mean, it's the first year in a minute where they don't have that Kayvon Thibodeau, that Penny Sewell or Noah Sewell right. or Justin Flo or Christian Gonzalez, who you're coming in like true blue chipper on the defense or O-line. I'm not a Bo Nix believer. They might be a little better all around, but I don't know that I love that talent. Now, the book's putting them at nine and a half because look at this slate. You could easily be coming into that at Washington game October 14th and be 5-0. and oh. There are some very tough road games, though. We already talked about at Texas Tech, at Washington, at Utah. You get Oregon State at home this year, but they lost yeah. that game last year. Yep. Oh, man. I know. I'm just like... Uh, six. I'm just going to take the over. Now, the over does imply they win one of the Utah-USC-Washington games, with those USC being the only home game. Mm -hmm. I think they lose all three. Really? Don't you? I mean, Wouldn't you make the Huskies favorites? I would for sure the Huskies. I, I just don't know about Utah. Utah I, I, at Utah, you think the Ducks might be faves? I just don't know what Cam Rising, what I'm getting this year. That makes me really nervous. October 28th, you don't think he's back and fully healthy? F fully healthy, I don't know. He tore his ACL in January in the bowl game. I know, that is tough. 
But you don't think, like, what those guys have going, they don't have the next guy up, man? They've had a great run recently. It's got to end at some point. And I think we have a few teams ready to take the crown. Fair. It's at Utah, too, which always. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think this might be our first split. Sounds like you're on the over. I'm on the under. Next team, Oregon State Beavers. Um, I put them in my big three yesterday on buffs. Or Eight on and a bets. half. I love this team coming into this year. Uh, I'm taking the over on the eight and a half. Yeah. Uh, that is plus 110. Pulling up the schedule at San Jose State, that's a dub. UC Davis comes to town, that's a dub. San Diego State could be a tough game, that's yep. a dub. Um, you do have Stanford on the schedule. You don't get, Cal, or you do have Cal as well. Yep. Yeah, I mean. You dodge USC too. Yeah. Get Washington at home. Yep. Same with UCLA and Utah. I can see why you're high on this team. Yep. I can see why you're high on this team. What are you taking? Yeah. I see nine wins here. Next team? You have anything else on them? You're assuming a little bit. Like, are we so sure they're, like, better than UCLA? But that game is in Corvallis. UCLA is a wild card this year, I think. Yeah, they are, because we don't, we don't know. I mean, they, they don't know a quarterback. Yeah, lose one of the best running backs in the country, one of the longest-tenured quarterbacks in the country yep. after 87 years of starting for the Bruins. Um, we'll get to them here in a bit. Yeah. Stanford. They're at three and a half, though. They are. Uh, plus 165 on the over. Yeah. That's not a, not a vote of confidence right there. No, and I mean, you losing David Shaw, what, how, how bad is that for this program, you know? Yeah. I like Troy Taylor, but yeah. Yeah. David Shaw was a, a really good coach. And I think that he was just put in such a tough situation in the last few years with the transfers. Yeah. Um, they're recruiting at a high level right now for the 2024 class, but obviously those guys aren't going to help this year. They lost a staggering amount of guys to the transfer portal. Um, their strength is usually, you know, up front running the football. Two starting all alignment went to Michigan through the portal. Well, it's one of those programs. Their strength is in the trenches. Their strength is guys who've been with the program three years who then can pop. Right. They are in a tough spot. How many wins do you see on the schedule? At Hawaii, at USC to start off the oh, bat. Oh, man. Hawaii, let's pencil in that as a win. Let's pencil Sacramento on State as island. a win. I mean, it's never easy, but still, I got to find wins for the sake of getting <laughs> trying to get to three and a half. Let's say right. that. Okay. And Sac State are two wins. Mm -hmm. In conference play, I don't see a dub until we get to Cal rivalry week, the 18th of November. And they close it out with Notre Dame. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this schedule's brutal. Yeah. And even Sac State, this is where Troy Taylor comes from. That was a very good team. They made a run in the FCS playoffs last year. And so the only way you get to the over three and a half to four W's 
is assuming that game at Folsom on the 13th of October right. is a dub. Yeah, you're thinking they're better than the Buffs. Right. We no do chance. Not. No chance. Under three and a half, though, at minus 200. I mean... You might want to see if you can find it at two and a half on certain books. Yeah. And get in on that, man. Why not? Because, right, Hawaii on the island, Sac State's good. Like Friday night, too? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Just asking for chaos. Um, UCLA. We kind of teased them. Yeah. Very intriguing team. They've got Con- or Colin Schley coming in from Kent State to battle with Dante Moore, the five-star at quarterback. Dante Moore I've heard good, great things about. Uh-huh. Um, in terms of all these five-star guys for this year. Yeah, he had some good hype. It's the start of, like, the Pac-12 retaining those SoCal kids. Right. Um, J. Michael Sturdivant from Cal comes over. Right. They did have another, like, vet in the mix, right? Um, I think the running back was there for a while, too, behind uh, Charbonnet for a while. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name. Right, right, right. But uh, they've got some guys. they got the edged guy. Um Latu, I believe his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came back. He's yep. a first-round guy, potentially. Yep. yep. And Definite guy to keep an eye on. Look, man, I was really impressed by uh, Chip Kelly last year. Last couple years. Watching that Dulcich tape the year yes. prior, you know? I mean, they were ranked early in the year. They used, they used that heartbreaker to LSU. Like, they've been good for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. But that was with DTR. Right. How much is that change going to make a difference for them? If it's Dante Moore starting at quarterback, if he wins this competition, I think kind of look out for this team. They're uh, over under win total. I should probably say that. Eight and a half. Feels high. It's actually minus 125 to go over. It's minus 105 to go under as well. Even the book is kind of just like you make of this what you will. I think Keegan Jones is the returning running back. There, here, that's his name. Yep. It's a speedster. Um, Coastal, San Diego State, yes, NC Central, NC Central. It's a team JSU played, I believe, in the Celebration Bowl. Oh, that beat snap. them. Yeah, that's a good football team. So it's a it's a three and zero, oh, but we don't feel super about it because Coastal, San Diego State, mm-hmm. even Central could get frisky. Then at Utah, Wazoo, at Oregon State, at Stanford. CU at Arizona, Arizona State at USC, Cal. No Oregon on the schedule for them this year. No, no Washington either. No Washington, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, I mean, the book is telling you what they think with this line. They don't really know what to do. I'm just going to throw out the under. Just because eight and a half is quite a bit for a team with without a returning quarterback. Uh, I think they're right at eight is the thing. Like, just think, like, Utah-Washington State, they come out of one dub for the two of those. Right. Oregon-Stanford, let's say one dub out of two of those. Colorado, I mean, even Arizona-Arizona State, let's say one dub out of two of those. Mm -hmm. USC-Cal, same thing. Four, that's four wins plus the three non-conference. You're at seven. Then Utah. And then it's Utah. Could you beat both the Arizona teams? Could you beat both Oregon State and Washington State instead of splitting those? And then all of a sudden we're at those nine wins. It's t- 
tough because I believe in the players less than I do in the coaching staff and stuff. Right. Um, I've always kind of been a chip guy. I'll guess I, I'll guess I'll go with the over here, All but right. I, I hate it. I don't love it. I mean, if you take this now and Dante Moore emerges as the starting quarterback, watch out. Fair, fair. It might it might be more of a speed offense that Chip has than we've seen in a while. Mm -hmm. So that's intriguing. Uh, USC, 10.5 is where they're at. Vegas is begging you to take the over. Plus 150. Minus 180 on the under. This team starts off the season three straight home games. San Jose State, Nevada, and Stanford. Um, and then they... Do not play the last week of the season because of this week zero game. You like that? It's really weird. <laughs> I don't. They I, are for the book a tough team. This is that has to come back to bite them in the ass, right? You don't play the last week of the season. Playoff spots are up for grabs and stuff. Heisman. Could be. I mean, you'd hope they've got a conference final coming up to keep that momentum, right? The last year they got beat in that. Mm -hmm. Ten and a half, man. Should start fairly easily. Four and zero. Then the second CU half game. of the schedule is a little tougher. I'm gonna go under. I don't think they've earned being at ten and a half quite yet. Yeah. A lot yeah. of transfers coming in. A lot of new pieces too. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And we love Caleb Williams, but like, yeah, yeah, he's good. He's, I mean, there's good and there's being like prime Joe Burrow where you won't right, right. let your team lose. And we got to see if he's quite there. Also, how engaged are you when you're the, when the Heisman, you're the set and forget first pick. Like, right. I don't know. Complacency. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's uh, get through these other three pretty quick here. Utah, eight and a half, plus 105 to go on the over. Where are you at with the Utes? They open up. Florida comes to town this year. Yeah. And then at Baylor, another tough game. You get a yeah. layup against Weber State. This is a brutal schedule. Though. I gave him out as an over yesterday. Yeah, now having done this for every team in the conference, I am a little more skeptical. Yeah. I really am. Um, it's just loaded, man. The pack is packed. It is eight and a half, though. I know, man. So and three they're losses. So tough to beat at home. I just will not stop saying that. Three losses, and you, you get so they can lose the first two games, and then if they just drop one in this Pac-12 slate, you cover. think i might be taking the over <laughs> after talking uh, all that shit earlier i mean it comes down to like ucla oregon state and like cu man right even arizona like there's a lot of teams in this tier of like well like yeah they could be an eight win team <laughs> i could also see closer to six you know right so yeah okay um two more teams the washington teams the huskies have a nine and a half line, plus 130 on the over, minus 160. I had them in my big three yesterday on the over. I love this team coming into this year. I think Penix could be one of the best quarterbacks, not just in this conference, in the nation. Yes, sir. Um, 
I love this team. I think they're going to be really good. I and too. I think CU should be very, very thankful that they skipped this team this year. Big time, man. It's a huge win. Um, yeah, I I think they're a sneaky good value to win the conference. I'm in on the over. Yep. Uh, final team, Washington State. Yeah. Cam Ward in his second year. He had his moments last year, but it was very up and down. Yes. The line set at six and a half, plus one thirty on the over, minus one sixty on the under. Non-con at CSU, we start off with. Then Wisconsin comes to Pullman. They play Northern Colorado, and then the Beavers come to town before an early bye week in September. Is their bye? Hmm, that's tricky. Then at UCLA, Arizona, at Oregon, at Oregon, Arizona State. Cal, CU, Washington to end it. Hmm. I don't think so, man. I I think they lose too many of those Oregon State, UCLA, Arizona, CU games to get to the number they need to. Yep, I agree. They also that's another team that lost a lot in the portal. Mm-hmm. Minus one sixty is that's about as uh, we're losing value, but... I mean, they should be right around five wins because you like them against Cal, you like them against Stanford, Arizona State, and then the two Colorado teams non-conference. It's just tough to find a dub in those other ones. So, yeah, I think it's the over. I mean, the under, sorry. Yep. Um, there it is, the whole conference. Shop around, find a good line. Do it. Do with this podcast and this information what you will. Shout out to Circa, new partner. Let's Shout go. They've got a, their Survivor slash Sport Million pool, pool going oh, on right man. now. Yeah. Over $6 million in guaranteed prizes. $1 million for first place and the coveted blue jacket up for grabs. Just make five NFL picks against the spread each week. You get one point for each correct selection and one half point for each push. Um, you need to be in Vegas to sign up. So make sure you stop by one of their sports books. Yeah, they got all our guys out at Summer League there. Uh-huh. Um, Circa's been amazing, man. And I've been seeing all this stuff online. Their resorts are incredible. They've got these like pools where you can see all the, uh, all the games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Seems like a... A wild time, a must yep. for any big sports fan. Stadium swim, yes. Yes. Um, you can also download their uh, sports book as well. Registration for the Sport Million Tournament ends September 2nd, or September 9th at 2 p.m. PST, I should say, during the first NFL week. All entrants will also receive a Circa Million V hat. Shout out to Circa. We'll yeah. see them real soon. Shouts to you, Circa. Um, right. Also sending you to media day. So yes. True homies of the buff spot. I gave you a prop, or you were given a prop before the show. There it is. Shador's number two. Here we go. The best damn that. barbecue sauce around. You yeah, can you head on, over. on the grill, finally having some Shador's number two, Jake? Oh, yeah. I just I got re-upped from sales with my bottle of Shador's, oh too. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready to go. Pays to have a hit show, I guess. I know. 
Have you been cooking with Shador's number two? You know it, brother, all summer long. It's Hell good yeah. stuff. It's fantastic. Actually, Kate started making some killer ribs and with Shador's on it. Woo! There you go. You might be the first one of us to have uh, Shador's on ribs, actually. See? Uh, go to plbse.com. Use the code ALLCITY, all caps, all one word at checkout. You'll get 10% off your order of Shador's number two. Okay, you can take the you can leave the apron on if you want, actually. Yeah, I think I should. All right. Um Alyssa, we've got a game coming up. A fun new segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show history right here. Um keeping with the theme of today, yep. lines and gambling. There you go. Love it. We're I gonna mean, be it's, it's games. We're playing games on a Friday. We are. Yeah. We're going to be setting these odds, though, this time. Nice. Just in percentages. Okay. Love this. Um, let me pull them up real quick, and let's get after it. Uh, all right. Trevor here saying he can't wait for a media day because Coach Prime's going to talk the talk. Oh, he is going to spit, man. Indeed. All right. You ready, Alyssa? All right. Here's the graphic. There's part of the graphic. Yep. Shout out to producer Yaya for it, though. All right. First topic, Dre, that we're setting the odds on. Yeah. CU wins double-digit games. You can include the bowl game in this. What percentage are you giving it? Do you want me to go first? <laughs> yeah, you should go first on this one. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say 15%. Okay, that's exactly where I was landing on is 15%. Yeah, I think it's somewhere between 10 and 20%. You settle on 15. I think that's right. Obviously, this team's a massive wild card. We just went through their whole schedule on the over-unders. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the hot start, and I agree. If they yep. get off hot, watch out because Vegas may have severely underestimated this team. Yeah, if we've hit the over by, like, mid-October, could be Trub. Right. Could be Trub, no doubt. No doubt. What do you got? No, 15%. I think that's exactly right. Um, I mean, it's going to be really hard mm -hmm. to get to double-digit wins, but I don't think it's impossible. It's certainly not. Not uh, as far out of the picture as it was in previous years. Yeah, you need to win the out-of-conference, and you can go... One and two against Utah, USC, and Oregon. And, you know, you got to beat everyone else. Not impossible. Not impossible. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm more like 18%. I think I talked myself into 18%. All right. Chad with a 95 in the comments. Wow. Wow. Okay. Osmald Nato with a 10. Yeah, I think that's that's the range we're in, basically. All right. Next one. The 2023 Heisman Trophy winner comes from the Pac-12. You have the returning Heisman Trophy winner. You've got it's the conference of quarterbacks this the year. Conference of quarterbacks, lots of talent. You've got Travis, although he is plus thirty thousand, I believe, to win it. Quite a long shot, but still on the board. Yeah, Shador's on the board. I think at plus twenty thousand. Our guy Penix. Penix is up there. I mean. You can throw Bo Nix's name into the conversation if yeah, you want. Yeah, yep. Some, some would. Some would. Can I throw a sneaky one? Please. DJU. You're all over DJU. But yeah, I think that's reasonable, actually. 
Yeah. Um, 45%. I think that's pretty high. That's giving the conference a lot of respect. I'm going to go a bit higher. Let me go 51%. Wow. More likely than not. Okay. Seems reasonable. There's just a lot Seems of... reasonable. 51, yeah. There's just a lot of quarterbacks. And there you are, know, for sure. We talked about this on bets yesterday with Michigan. They've got they're one of like the top teams returning a quarterback. Georgia's not returning a quarterback. Bama's not returning a quarterback. Right. Clemson kind of, I guess. Right, right, right. But Caleb's chances to win back to back are probably go down. Mm-hmm. And then Drake May is probably the only other guy you would throw in right now. Right? Like as a lock or like as a legit contender to, to like make it to New York, I guess to be in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, I think Caleb Penix, um, Drake May, JJ—they're kind of your top contenders to mm-hmm. be in that mix. Um, and then it's kind of that next year: the Quinn Ewers, the Jaden Daniels, Cade Klubiak. Yep, those kind of guys. Maybe some Sam Hartman, Marvin Harrison, Love. Chat is not high on DJU. I'm just saying watch out. That's all I'm saying. He'll, we'll always have that Notre Dame game. We will. Yeah. <laughs> and last year's Florida State game when That's you and I right. were like, That's hey. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, business buff throws at Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, definitely one of the best yep. players in the nation. But to win the Heisman, he would As have to have receiver. an outstanding year. Basically unheard of. Especially when in that offense, like, no one guy's going to monopolize all the touch. Right. You've got a Ibuka there, too. Henderson's coming back at running back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you never know. Crazier things have happened. All right. Next one. I mean, they kind of haven't. In Coach Prime's tenure as the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes, the chances they will have a Bolitnikoff or Thorpe winner. Bolitnikoff, best receiver in the nation. Thorpe, best DB in the nation. Yeah, so he'll have he'll have multiple of those in his co- coaching career. I have no doubt. So the bigger question is, how long will he stay at CU? Be right. Mm-hmm. I think he'll stay at CU a decent time, um, especially while his kids and guys like Travis are there. Yeah, Angela's throwing out a seventy percent. I think I'm. Yeah, it's somewhere between. Give me 75. Like, I, th- I, you know, I think you've got the talent to get there pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I'll go slightly higher. I'll go 80%. Huh. I think we could huh. see it this year. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Um, can you scroll up in the comments real quick, Alyssa? If you saw it this year, it'd be nuts. But so. um, Anthony's asking, he's trying to get a list of CU's walk-ons, if it exists. I just published a piece on uh, ddmvr.com if you want to go check that out. Check it out, man. Or I did that earlier this week. There you go. All right, next one. Next topic is Shador Sanders. Yes. Chances he will be a first-round pick. No year, just in general. Just in when general. he goes to the NFL, not he's this a first-rounder. Not next year, just... A first-round pick whenever he decides to declare. So the thing is, once you've got talent as of late, a team either believes in you enough to make you their first-rounder, or if you slip to the second, it's kind of no one really believed in you. Mm-hmm. Saying that, 
Give me 87%. Like that. I just think the the IQ, the arm, the smarts, the pedigree, the frame, the accuracy, the advanced kind of the advanced stuff with some of the placement and what have you and some of the untapped like I still don't pe- think people give him the credit he deserves for his arm strength and for some escapability or ability to throw off platform that we'll see in the Pac-12. So, yeah, I think it's pretty high. I'll go a touch higher than you. I'll go 90%. Um, you look at what well, this guy, just the players he's learned from. Mm-hmm. Someone sent me a video last night of um, Peyton Manning when he started Omaha Productions. Yeah. This is before Coach Prime had his surgery. This might have been before his Coach Prime, actually, because Shador was still high, a high school quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a video where Coach Prime was teaching Peyton how to play DB, basically. But Shador's out there throwing, probably getting tips from Peyton Manning when he was right. 14 years right. old. Works right. with Tom Brady. Yeah, it's like when I remember sitting down with Austin Eckler pre-draft that year, and he was training with Christian McCaffrey. I asked him, what's the biggest difference between Christian McCaffrey projected as a first rounder and you who are hoping to get drafted in the seventh? It was like just the coaching. Mm -hmm. Like he's already been coached at an NFL level as a route runner and he plays running back, you know? Right. Like I need to catch up in that area. And it's why bloodlines matter so much. Like the Bosa brothers, like they've been like their arsenal of pass rush moves has been NFL level since they were like, Freshman in high school, you know, it's right. insane. Mm-hmm. And Shadur is like that with the quarterbacking for sure, man. Uh, next one is Sean you Lewis. Said 97%. I'll go with 97%. Why not? Whoa. Leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, get a little, a little hotter than just up in mind yeah. by like 5% I every know. time. Um, Sean Lewis, will he be the offensive coordinator? In 2024, chances of it, I should say. I say there's a 50-50 chance. Um, You know, like, there are a lot of eyes on Colorado, and if they play as well as we think they'll play, um, you know, like, we, 18%, they win double digits, that kind of thing, um, then he definitely will have some big-time opportunities presented to him. Mm Mm-hmm. And Coach Prime is not the kind of guy who's going to hold his guys back from big opportunities because he knows that he can just get the next Sean Lewis. He has no fear. Um, No, there's also a chance they're just a 5-1 team and Sean's time comes more in two years. So I think it's it's truly a 50-50 proposition. Give me 50%. I will go a bit lower than that. I'll go, I'll say 35% chance. Because when Sean Lewis was the head coach at Kent State, they they had some success when Dustin Crum was their quarterback. Yeah. But they really struggled last year. And even with all that, he always had a top-ranked offense in terms of EPA, pace of play. Uh, what he's doing with the RPO game, I think, mm-hmm. is cutting-edge stuff. Yeah. How he's combining in the power run game. I think that... This is going to be a very explosive offense, and I don't think CU's wins really matter for Sean Lewis's future this after this year. I think well, I could see him being pulled if CU just has a, I don't know, top 40, top 50 offense this year. Okay. I could see it. I mean, 
Yeah, I think that's a solid point. He also came to see you for a reason, and I think he's only going to take right. certain opportunities. You right, know, that's not fair. Not just anything. So. I will also add, I mean, JSU's offensive coordinator from last year is also on this coaching staff and Brett Bartoloni. You got an offensive coordinator oh. waiting on the wings oh. who learned under Mike Leach, played under Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good so, point. Uh, but as Maddie says, would have to be a legit P5 offense. Right. Yeah. 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 Sean Lewis better go to the SEC or Big Ten if he gets hired. Big Ten, I mean, that's the obvious fit, right? Coming from the Midwest. Yeah. All right. Last yeah, one. Big, the Big Ten loves their former Mac coaches, <laughs> that's for sure. Last topic. A lot has been said about Coach Prime's roster rebuild. Yeah. So what are the chances... Coach Prime's rebuild influences rule changes in terms of recruiting in the portal. Hasn't this already happened? They're talking about it. It's a thousand percent. Yeah, how many zeros can you fit on that like screen? You should have done this within a time, <laughs> time limit. Like, this is automatic. So then, before the season. Before the season, I say like 70%. But, like, in general, a thousand percent Coach Prime's tenure at CU will lead to rule changes. Um, a thousand percent. I have no doubt in my mind. It's basically already happened. <laughs> Can I do a thousand and one percent? Such a one up for this guy. It's not prices right. It's the DMVR bus pod, Jake. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a campaign for the team. I man. guess so, man. Uh, yeah, 1,001. No, 1,001. Yeah, we don't, okay, okay. We don't want your mentions to be <laughs> negative, you know. My mentions have been actually pretty fine, pretty oh, calm this last oh, week. Okay. Thanks for staying out of there, Nebraska fans. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, FSU fans. Oh, no. They, they're oh, not. they found that Cormani post yesterday. I'll tell oh, you what. Boy. Oh, boy. You never right. did talk about that. We did off the top. Oh, okay. We're in number one. Right, 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 right. Just not the trash, trash can deal. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm getting this pulled out. Look at the spirit of the buffs, Dre. How do we look today? Wow. Look at that. Sending out an SOS. <laughs> Love it. We're strong, man. Yes. yes Shout indeed. out to Saturday Neon. The company started by two friends and former college roommates at CU. They make officially licensed collegiate logo LED signs. Yeah. They're based out of Denver. Uh, these are high-quality signs backed by a two-year warranty. They've got 19 schools, including CU. Go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use the code DMVR. You'll get 10% off your order today, and you get free shipping for orders over $200. Boom. Shout-out to Bacchus and Shanker as well. Oh, uh, yeah. If you get hurt, they are here to help. Oh, yeah. They've been helping Colorado families win for over 25 years. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. Boom. They help with all kinds of injured cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Smash that Shador line. 222-2222. To find out if you have a case for free, Bacchus and Shanker wins. Boom. And then finally, shout out to Shady Rays. It's a beautiful day here in Denver. Hank got his new ones. You yeah. see so that? did I. Yeah. 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 I got cop glasses. I think I'm wearing them at a wedding this weekend. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's great. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Shady Rays, extremely clear polarized optics, durable frames. 
every pair backed by their lost or broken replacements. Uh, even if you don't like the pair that you buy, Shady Rays has you covered. You can shop their entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code DMVR. You'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, and you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Boom. Alrighty. What do we got today? Jays is asking, what do we think of Carter Stoutmeyer? He has been looking like a lockdown corner in the videos, and he is bigger than other corners as a freshman. Carter Stoutmeyer was a three-star cornerback. They flipped him from SMU. Uh, the son of Omar Stoutmeyer, who I believe played with Coach Prime in Dallas. Oh, wow. uh, but he's been in the well-off video, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but when Coach Prime's back, Coach Prime's like sitting in his chair on the field, like kind of, you know, relaxing. Still takes the time to coach Carter up. You know, put your foot here, you know, you'll be more yeah, explosive yeah. out of your break, like all this stuff. He's Would coaching. I have seen him at that practice I was at? I Maybe I check my notes because kind of feel like maybe he was and stood out to me too. Um, I can't remember. Let me pull up the roster. Buffs practice. Da, 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 da. Uh, he was. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I think he kind of stood out to me in that practice too. He looks big too. Uh, he's listed at five eleven, one seventy five. He looked mm. pretty big though. No. Yeah. Watch out. There you go. Angela Dre, if you coach TCU, would you run heavy on CU or pass heavy on CU to future NFL corners on the outside? I mean, for TCU, it's going to be more about leaning into their offensive strengths with all that they lost last year. I mean, your top offensive lineman, your starting quarterback, who is a Heisman finalist, a top 100 pick at running back, um, and then, you know, a first-round wide receiver. You have a ton of talent to replace. You need to kind of lean into your own. That said, I would try to run a little more. I do think you need to test this Buffs front and, like, you know, see how they can keep up and hold up against the run. Will TCU be able to do that? I'm not so sure. They're turning over a lot, though. Uh, shout out for chat. These guys just no ball, man. Carter yeah, Stoutmeyer was flipped from Arizona. It was Jaden Milliner Jones who was flipped from SMU. There you go. There you go. And Harris was one of the other corners who stood out to me on my notes. It's probably not even with the team anymore. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Harris? Yeah, S. Harris I have written Oh, down. Simeon Harris. Yeah, he's not on the team. <laughs> uh, I saw TV. Lots has changed. Hey, Jake, did you see Coach Brew um, said that Michael Harrison has moved to tight end? Interesting. that They predict a great season out of him this year. Michael Harrison, he caught a touchdown in the spring game at wide receiver, I believe. He's been working there and been on the roster since, like, 2020. Love that. Um, let me pull up a specs real quick. He played a bit last year. Not too terribly much. Uh-huh. 6'3", 205 out of San Francisco. Yep. So maybe you're a flex tight end, I guess. I mean, they didn't. they obviously didn't want Zico. Nope. No, obviously not. Um, I mean, you've got so many wide receivers. Why not? That's really intriguing. I just love those kind of moves. Yep. That's Just fun. converting a, a wide out to a tight end as your move guy. Shout out Coach Brew, by the way. Osmaldonado, Donato, yo, Dre, what vans are you wearing today? Only guy that has more vans than me. 
Possible, possible. We have gone with the all white uh, high tops today. So, yeah. uh, you know, classy. We'll see if they get rained on and we ruin how shiny and white I'm able to keep them. But until then, you know, we'll be rocking them. You got the vans on too? I do. Yeah. These are old, man. Yep. Alice has some nice sparkly sandals on, though. Of course no she vans. does. No vans for her. <laughs> really? Wow, look at that. Wow. Fun fact about producer Alyssa. Um, all right. Anything else, man? Look at that. Well, fun Friday. It was a great... We've. I said it yesterday, and it uh, probably was not the best context to say it, but we've been producing some bangers lately. No doubt. No doubt. Today yeah, was another some one. Great shows. Great stuff all around on the old uh, DMVR podcast. Yep. Network. And yeah. Shout out to production. Yaya's my guy. He's been making, he made that graphic today. Shout out to Alyssa. Great stuff. Guys. Alyssa comes right back from vacation and just sits right down and rocks it as usual. She doesn't mess around, man. Um, yep. We've got bets coming up. If you guys want more of us. You know it. Yep. More Jake and Dre. Stay tuned. We'll be on the same channel in just a sec. Yep. Stick around. Sco Buffs? Sco Buffs.